Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Melody Podcast. Today, we have Cece Bellis, a former tennis player who used to be who used to compete at the professional level and is now working in finance. Um, how are you today, Cece? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So, when did you first get into tennis, and what was your path to becoming a professional? Yeah, so I first started playing. I think I hit my first tennis ball when I was like five or something. Um, I played every sport when I was younger. I did tennis, soccer, everything. And um, I just kind of decided when I was 11 or 12 that I wanted to solely focus on tennis. Um, and my mom was a, a good tennis player growing up in the juniors and played in college. So she kind of got me into it. Yeah. What was some of the things you had to overcome to become a professional? Um, I mean, I was homeschooled throughout most of high school. Uh, just because I traveled so much. So I guess I had to sacrifice that. And of course, you know, long training days, but I loved it. Mm -hmm. So what made you, other than like um, your mom being really good to sport, is there something in specific that made you want to become a tennis player? Um, I just really liked the uh, single sport, you know, single player mm -hmm. element rather than being on a team. Um, I think that's why I ended up choosing tennis over soccer. I just like kind of being myself out there, win or lose, it was on me, mm -hmm. um, and just love the competitive aspect of it. Mm -hmm. um, going back to what you said about being homeschooled for most of high school, um, how did that make you feel sometimes? Did you ever feel like you were missing out? Um, not really, because uh, most of my friends were um, in high school, and I got to hang out with them and, and do you know normal high school type things, so right. I don't feel like I missed out too much. So that definitely probably alleviate some of the like FOMO, right? For sure. Yeah. I never really felt any FOMO. I just, um, I basically had a normal kind of high school life. I just didn't go to school during the day. I did it, um, you know, online whenever I had the time. Yeah. And as, as your professional career as a tennis player, what were the different types of challenges you faced in the sport? Um, injuries, definitely the biggest one uh, being the reason that I stopped. I think that was the uh, biggest challenge that I faced um, overall. Mm -hmm. um, can you be kind of can you elaborate a little more on some of your injuries and um, how that changed your mindset in a way? Uh, yeah, so um, I hurt my wrist and also my elbow, both a couple surgeries on each, and my elbow was uh, the one that ended up forcing me to uh, stop playing professionally. But um, you know, obviously enjoyed every minute that I was playing. Have no like regrets at all I yeah. love the sport um, and can still play for fun right now just can't like serve competitively so um, yeah I guess that's kind of what happened it changed my mindset in the in the way that like when I was competing I was so obviously grateful to be doing that and now I, I enjoy it so much just being able to hit for fun mm -hmm. do you think that your love for the sport um, like you just mentioned made it easier to face some of the injuries and get and overcome some of these barriers yeah, definitely. hundred percent. I think that's the whole reason why I kept going for so long. And did you ever face any pressures like external pressures or from pressures from within yourself, like expectations? Uh, I mean, yeah, I always expected myself to play well and, and, you know, compete as hard as I could, but no, uh, I didn't really feel any other external pressure. Mm -hmm. And then um, I've heard from other tennis players that the transition from junior to professional tennis is like a sort of a big jump in terms of um, your mindset and just like the level of difficulty. So how would you compare those two different experiences? Yeah. So I think, uh, 
once you transition to become, you know, a professional, it's a lot physically tougher. Uh, you know, you're playing harder, longer matches, uh, more matches than in the junior. So I would say that's probably the biggest uh, difference for me or, you know, the hardest um, part of the transition for me. And then also, um, you know, kind of getting used to playing so many weeks per year, traveling a ton. So that was that was probably the biggest thing for me. And you spoke a little bit about like you didn't really have many expectations, but like um, in sports, there's a lot of, well, some players face a lot of anxiety relating to this expectation or thought of letting people down. How would you say you tackled this issue? Yeah, I just always played for myself. I didn't, I wasn't ever right. playing for anyone else. So I, I never felt any anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and you had sponsorships while you were playing professionally, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't really know the logistics of sponsorships, but do they care how you perform in a, an event? Uh, well, you get bonuses if you do well, mm -hmm. um, if that's what you're referring to. Okay, so, um, but you said you play for yourself, so you didn't actually really care much for the bonuses, and you all just like kind of thought of it as like an extra reward if you play well? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like putting pressure on myself to get mm -hmm. a bonus during a tournament. Yeah. I just wanted to play well, and if it came, then it, you know, was there. All right. Um, and as a professional, you have to travel around the globe a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Do you find this kind of therapeutic for your mental health? Um, no, I think that was the toughest part about being a pro is how how much you were traveling. Um, you know, you were on the road for 30 to 40 weeks a year. So that was definitely something to get used to. Really? So how did this impact your maybe your, your relationship with your friends and family? Were there any repercussions um, for from the, from traveling so much? No. Oh my gosh. Not at all. They were so supportive and they traveled with me a lot. So that was actually the best part of it. Uh, do you think having like a team around you, um, like, which is really nice, like so having your um, family travel with you really helps you in the long run? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That was huge. Um, so what are some of the pros of being a professional tennis player? I mean, it's a really cool profession. Uh, you get to go around the world and play tennis. I think that's probably the coolest thing ever if you really love the sport um yeah and competing at the highest level and do you think there are any cons to and any drawbacks even slight ones to be a professional tennis player yeah i don't think so i think if you love the sport uh you know you should <laughs> love playing professional mm -hmm. i think that goes with every sport so can you speak a little bit about your achievements and how you even got into the professional scene in the first place uh, so, I mean, I started playing pro tournaments, uh, when I was 14 or 15 and, uh, just kind of started in pro circuit tournaments and then worked my way up to high level WTA tournaments. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the biggest accolade or biggest achievement that you remember uh, vividly? Um, I don't know. I had someone ask me this the other day, like what was my favorite match win or something like that? I can't really choose one. I think there's, there's so many, you know, each week you have you know, good wins or every few weeks you have great wins. So it's, it's uh, tough to choose one, I think. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say to any athlete who's like maybe struggling um, in their head about mental health uh, relating to the sport? Um, I would say to get to the root of, you know, what's causing it, whether that's uh, external pressures, like we talked about, or, you know, relationships or things like that, um, mm -hmm. and try and work on it that way. Um, how would you recommend 
working on it like through therapy or medication um because like while if, if they're on the road a lot therapy could be hard and some medications have side effects so what would you say is like optimal way uh well the wta has therapists so uh there's always resources for players mm -hmm. at tournaments so i don't yeah. i don't see why they're they couldn't use them that's that's really wonderful that the stigma kind of has decreased to a point where the wta is offering therapy like that yeah yeah. To, um, finally, do you have any advice for young athletes aspiring to be a professional athlete? For sure. I mean, if it's something that you want to do for a full, you know, career, go for it. If you love tennis that much and and you have the ability to to do it, I would say definitely to do so. It's a great, you know, obviously amazing sport mm -hmm. and um, very fun. So I would encourage it. All right. Um, well, Cece, I think that's all we have for you today. Unless um, there's something else you would like to speak to or something else that you have on your mind. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I had a great time. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Thank you. It was my pleasure having you. So nice to speak to you today. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check out the link in the description to the Mind Melodies website. See you guys in the next episode.